Saturday, 10th of December, Wakefield AFC 4, Shybrook Town 3. What a thriller, a seven-goal thriller. First of all, I should say it's Rich here, um, not Sai. So uh, you might get a less technical report. Sai's ill. I've had to um, fill in for him today. But, um, yeah, I mean, Sai, you missed an absolute belter of a match. I mean, (laughs) it was so good. Um, To start with, it was absolutely freezing. It was Baltic. Baltic at Post Office Road. It really was. I was getting cold, but I mean, that's the sort of match you want on a cold, freezing night. Uh, the ground still looks beautiful under the floodlights, by the way. When it gets dark, there's something magical about that ground. Maybe that's me just romanticizing. But anyway, before we get into it, the first thing I want to say is we were selling tickets for the All Wakey, aren't we? Um, coffers, right? And um, we sold 111 overall. So Thank you to everyone who bought a ticket. You've actively contributed to supporting this podcast. Our hosting fees for all these Spotify and, you know, Google podcasts and all the rest of the podcasts to get on these costs us 10 quid a month. So we've almost, but not quite, just shy of about nine quid covered our year's fees. So, uh, I mean, that's before all the other costs, but never mind. You've, you've helped us out. I really like that fact that it's a collective effort. So, um, Thanks for supporting us. It was also wicked to meet everyone, you know, at, at the gate. Even though my fingers were going numb and I was freezing, it was absolutely awesome to see everyone. So shout out to shout out to everyone who said hello and bought tickets. Brilliant. Um, yeah, I felt really part of the fabric of the club, actually, on Saturday without getting dewy-eyed. It was really, really nice. Everyone from, you know, the volunteers to the club announcers, just to various lads, you know, I hadn't hung around with before. Um, I went and sat with Daz and John Todd, and we had a right laugh. Pair of characters. Anyway, <laughs> um, it, it was great. So um, the winner of the um, the raffle was Matty, who's actually one of our patrons. There's no fix went on. I promise you, I picked out a small child. <laughs> picked out a small child to do the raffle, not for any other reason. Um, and it was all kosher, photographed the thing. But would you believe it? Matty, a.k.a. Scotch and Scars, won the shirt. So I've just posted it to him today so uh matty um you've made uh, a lot of hopeful children in the post office road stadium very very upset but you enjoy it mate crack on anyway back to the game um it was an absolute belting game um the attendance was 186 which is pretty good i think for non-league i think i saw like um a stat that it was like like near the top 100 or something like that of the best best attendances in non-league 160th or something like that so that's not bad um especially like i said it was freezing it's near to christmas cost of living and all of that so good effort by wakey and the most important thing is that we won we won although it didn't look like that for a lot of the game um like i said i can't do i can't do the same sort of technical analysis like that that Cy does but um i don't know we'll 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 try we'll try our best um, I mean, the starting. I mean, if I just go through the lineup, we had a young Lloyd Horridge in goal. He had an interesting game. I'll come back to that in a minute. Corey Woodward, Robbie Miller, another interesting player. Tom Boo, Aaron Pinkin, 
Aaron, Aaron Pinkle, Pilkington. I don't know why I'm stripping over your name, Pilks, there. Sorry, Jaden Sandu, Danny Ewell, Mason Ruby, Kieran Cissé, Billy Marlin, Lewis Stevens up front, right? So, I mean, obviously, we all know about the injuries that Wakefield's had, but this is getting towards, like, a slightly more settled squad. Um, now, what can I say? That Wakefield started really, really, really strong. Um... One thing I didn't clock straight away, but I, I remembered right late in the game, was that I'd actually seen these away, um, you know, the, the, the opposition um, at Shirebrook. And there was many, many similarities, as I thought, you you know, it's kind of obvious, right? But um, in that match, Wakefield, the away match, if you remember, Wakefield bossed it. They were, I think, clearly the better team, passing Shirebrook off the park, and then in the second half they basically capitulated and we ended up getting a last minute equaliser um, to save a point um, so 2-2 two, two. but it didn't tell the story of that match at all and its domination and I, I really think there was something similar going on here because Wakefield started like you know I'm a, I'm a greyhound owner like a greyhound out of the traps right they were absolutely on fire the, the pitch by the way was like half frozen and half muddy, which is not great for playing silky football on, right? Wakefield were absolutely out of the blocks, playing great football. And it almost seemed like we put them under immediate pressure. And uh, there was a beautiful break down the, down the right. I think, um, I think, I can't remember exactly who it was, but I'm sure it was Mason Ruby actually down the right who got who got put through and then he crossed for Billy Molly. It was basically like a tapping, but a lovely kind of counter-attack from Wakefield. Um, and then more pressure, more pressure from Wakefield, and uh, you know eventually they went two 0 up with uh, with Lewis Stevens. Who I had a look at all game; he looks absolutely brilliant. Um, it's the first time I've had a real close look at him for a night. For well, he didn't quite play ninety minutes. Um, the reason he didn't quite quite play ninety minutes was he was getting kicked all over the park. It's unbelievable. I've never seen a man fouled so much without a red card. It's crazy. Like so. Um, Shirebrook obviously thought that he was someone to watch because they were literally kicking lumps out of the poor lad. Anyway, he was great, did a great job up front. Um, obviously, he's not as tall as uh, Big Jake, but he did a great job of holding the ball up and obviously looks like a goal threat as well. So, yeah, that was great. Now, I've just said we were bossing it, but then again, Lloyd Horridge in goal pulled out a couple of absolutely cracking saves. So, I mean, the scoreline could easily have been 2-2, but it would have been totally unjustified. So, look, I don't profess to be Louis van Gaal or any kind of great football tactician, but I'm seeing something a little bit with this Wakefield side where they're bossing matches and then they just switch off for a little bit, and, and it seems to be, like, fatal. Anyway, um, it would have been criminal if they hadn't have been in the lead in that half. Um because uh, they were, to me, I've, I've got my Wakefield rose-tinted glasses on, white rose-tinted glasses, right? But we were bossing it. I, to the point where I just thought a third goal was a matter of time and I thought, I'm freezing, I'll be able to go home early and just have a nice nice evening, right, you know? Um, and I had to do the raffle at half-time as well. So I come back, I come back from the raffle and after it had been announced, um, I sat down behind... Uh, Behind John Todd and Daz and that, and we, I looked to put the scoreboard. It was two-two. It's unbelievable. 
So I didn't actually see what went on. But um, they must have just like come out um, at the second half, like half asleep or something. I, I don't know. Um, but that's really disappointing. Um, I mean, to concede one is disappointing, but to actually almost chuck it away was a, a nightmare. But, you know, yet again, credit to the lads. They've got some steel, this team. And it's nice, you know, you can tell a side sometimes that's on a winning run. They've got some steel and they pick themselves up again. Played some great football, and I absolutely loved the third goal. I've got to give a shout-out to this lad, Jaden Sandu. Such a good player, I tell you. He was my man of the match, personally. Um, Lloyd was coming close, apart from uh, an incident just coming up, but um, Jaden was great. I mean, like I just said, the conditions were terrible for playing football, and um, I don't know, he just got his, he got his foot on the ball, you know, passed it around, seemed always in control, always a quick turn away from his man. So he was a constant threat. And then him, his third goal was just amazing. It chested uh, chested it down, I don't know, like somewhere maybe near the penalty spot, brought it on his chest, spun on his leg, you know, and volleyed it in the top corner. Absolute peach. Beautiful, like chest turn, smash. Absolute ripper. Great, great goal, Jaden. Um, I loved that. Um yeah, Billy Moore was a threat, and then uh, it looks like we've wrapped it up, 3-2. And then it's uncanny. This basically happened in the first match against Shirebrook. Lloyd Horridge came right out of his goal there and then um, took the uh, took the, took the striker down. Um, and that sort of happened again. So I don't know, that's something for Lloyd to work on maybe because he, he, like, he took the striker down right on the edge of the box like... Um, towards the corner flag and he didn't really need to come out for it but um you know equally it might have seemed a bit, bit harsh I was in the other stand like I couldn't really tell but um I don't know it wasn't really a threat threatening situation and maybe I'm being grumpy because I was freezing by this point and I thought oh my god we've like thrown the thrown the game away not not that Lloyd's thrown it away you know mistakes happen but it's just like oh now we've let him back into it again um by this point um the um, Shirebrook bench were really wound up. Like, um, they didn't like going back to 3-2. And uh, a couple of their players, like their, their number seven, had been giving it large to the fans all match. And their uh, coach as well, which I don't think was great. It was making a sort of spicy atmosphere. Um, maybe spicy is making it sound too too fun. It was actually getting a bit dodgy. And... Um, yeah, they really, they really, they really gave it large when uh, the number seven stepped up to take the penalty. And it, to be fair to the lad, he absolutely smashed it, in, mullered it into the bottom corner. Great penalty. Are you watching Harry Kane? Absolute great penalty. Um, yeah, so we were all down in the dumps. But then uh, I don't know. The lads managed to pick themselves up again. Absolutely pick themselves up again. And they, you know they went. There must have been. I ain't got the timings in front of me. Let me just check. Yeah, there must have been. It was seventy-three minutes. The the penalty by Keani Clayton. He was called. He's uh, got a big gob on him. Um, anyway, like um, the lads picked themselves up, bang at it again. More beautiful football and a counter attack. And then who knows? Uh, Danny Yule's claiming it. It looked like an absolute wild deflection off one of their uh, defenders. Anyway, it loops into the corner. Who cares? It's not. It's not going to win gold of the season. But who cares? It's for free, and then the fans erupted more aggro between the crowd and the uh, um, 
the Shirebrook bench, you know. But, you know, it's just one of those matches. Um, I'm, I'm really pleased that I got down and, and, and watched this one. It was absolutely well exciting. Um, and the best thing about it, the best thing about it is that it's three wins on the bounce, I think. I've got that right. And it's moved Wakefield into fifth. So we're back in the playoffs, lads. We're back in the playoffs. That's absolutely amazing. So the league table, as it stands, top five. Campion uh, played 19, 52 points. Obviously, they're going to win the league. Second, Harrogate Railway. Like, listen to this. Played 19, 43 points. Third, Horbury. Played 21, 41 points. Then Rossington in fourth. Played 19, 41 points. And then Wakefield played 20. 37 points, so we're not far off now. We're six points off second. How about that? There's a couple of matches difference, right? But that's looking much better now, isn't it? I know we're not going to catch Campion, but it's very tight between second and fifth, so I don't know. My, in summary, a freezing night, beautiful under the lads, a bit of aggro, a seven-goal thriller, and thanks to everyone for buying those amazing like raffle tickets. Like I said, we're running at a loss at the moment. I'm not trying to... Per play the violin but you know we're keeping this going and uh, you've helped us go for another another year now so one love to you all um in size absence we've got a new lad doing the match review finn so uh um he spoke to gabe after the match um so we'll see what gabe's got to say now eh thanks again So we're here with Gabe Mazzini, the Wakefield AFC manager, after a big 4-3 win of a Shirebrook Town. Can you just give us your quick thoughts after the game, Gabe? Good game overall. Great entertainment, I would say, you know, many goals. Uh, we had a solid first half, made a few mistakes, but nothing that cost us. Second half, uh, we made it dangerous, you know, we, we made it more difficult than, we had, than it had to be. Uh, several defensive mistakes, which allowed them to score three goals, so uh, we need to work on those things, but... Just what matters today is the three points. Um, one one thing that I saw definitely in the game was was Kieran and Lewis, the two new signings. How do you think they've, you know, embedded into the team, and, and how well do you think they're playing as, as new signings for the club? We are extremely happy with, with them. What what they provide to us, uh, we still have other players in the squad that have been with us that can provide that provide that too, which is a little bit of magic, right? They find goals out of nothing, so uh, extremely happy with them. Um, and obviously the club have the current highest home attendance um, in the league. Uh, how, how do you think you know, such a high attendance at this level helps the boys when they run on the pitch? It makes, it makes a huge difference. Uh, all our home games, they are, they are the best, right? They, it brings extra energy that we needed, for example, today. Today in the last, you know, last five, ten minutes, we needed that extra energy. We saw Lewis sprinting down and back. And, and that comes from our supporters supporting us and, and helping us here, so it's extremely important. Uh, and the next home game here on the 17th is against Swollenest. Any any quotes on that one for that game? Well, we're just just we're looking forward to it. Uh, the forecast doesn't look great, so it may not be on. But uh, at this point, we need to get several wins in a row to consolidate ourselves in the playoff zone. So we're going to work really hard to uh, to perform well next week, and that's what we need to do. And the final question: Who do you think is going to win the World Cup? <laughs> oh, the World Cup. Um, it's a tough one. All my predictions are wrong. You know, uh, all teams that I thought would win, they're already, they're already out. So I would say actually England this time. I, I really hope they win. It's, and it's I, coming home, yeah? Yeah, I think it's coming home. It's a strong squad, so we'll see.